Welcome back to my podcast, The Next Conservatives, by me, Shane Mooney. Now, I have a little bit of a format change. Um, this is because I, I don't like what I've done the past couple weeks, just reading off um, articles and throwing out stats and reading them like I know what I'm talking about. I do, but it doesn't sound like I do, and I don't like that, and I like what I did last week by uh, talking about an issue that conservatives talk about, which was gay marriage and, and Prop 8 in California and what happened to me in class. So that's kind of the format I want to keep doing. I, I want to keep you know, tackling these issues that conservatives run into that are really easy, if you know what you're talking about, to defend and talk about that for the longest time, I didn't know what I, what to do in these situations. I didn't know what to say. And now I do. So, quick little background of who, who I am. So, I go to Sacramento State University, or uh, California State University, Sacramento, for the technical term. Everybody calls it Sac State, though. But And I'm a history major. And while talking to people, I always get this question. Uh, Didn't the Republican Party, weren't they always racists? Haven't they always been the racists? And as a history major, or not a history major, someone who likes history or historian, I'm like, no, they haven't. So I always get in these arguments with people, especially with people who call me a racist, just because I'm a Republican. And I got real tired of that. And then a couple months ago, the issue came up with the Confederate flag flying in some states and how racist it was. And then Mark Levin completely demolished the idea of the... You know, saying the Democrat Party is the party of racism. And then I, you know, as a historian, I start thinking back and I'm like, yeah, Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah, Johnson was a Democrat. Okay. Johnson screwed up uh, Reconstruction. Oh, so Democrats are the racists. And then when you go back in history and you look at all the things that have happened and from what the Democrats say, they always say there's a switch. Every time I talk to somebody about this issue, they say, oh, the party switched. I'm like, what? They switched? One day they decided, all right, we want all the racist Democrats to come over to the Republican side. Yeah, we want all the... You know, the Republicans that, uh, you know, love black people go to the Democrat side, and that's why Democrats love black people, and the Republicans are racist and always have been forever in history. That's how it was. No, that's not how it was. Democrats have always been the racists. There was no political flip. The flip that they tell you happened after the Civil Rights Act, where all the racist Democrats left the uh, Democratic Party to join the Republicans. That's like the only time I could find where that political flip happened. But it never did. That's, That's not what happened. So, 
Today on the show, if you haven't guessed the topic already, it's the Democrat Party and racism. And that's what I want to tackle as conservatives because, one, I'm tired of this issue. I'm tired of being called a racist, even though conservative values have no nothing on race. We have no flaws on race. We have... Some people are racist. Republicans were racist. Some conservatives are probably racist. But that's not that doesn't matter. Conservative values don't have anything to do with the color of someone's skin. So let's get into the history of this. And right where I want to start is with President Lincoln. Uh, that's the logical starting point because before this, there was no Republican Party. He was the first. Now that, but there probably was a Republican Party before him, but he was the first Republican president, we'll say that. So he was the 16th president of the United States. He was in office um, from 1960 to 1965. Then, um, of course, we all know what happened to Mr. Lincoln. Lincoln was a great president, as we all know. Emancipation Proclamation, what he did for, for black people goes so underappreciated Be, because you never hear his name when you think of civil rights because he was a Republican, and it's disgusting because it's because Democrats don't want black people to know that the person who fought against slavery was a Republican. That's my theory on that. There's a brainwashed ideology ideology that the left follows. And that's just one of their policies. So, shortly after Lee's surrender, um, a general had asked Lincoln how the defeated Confederates should be treated. And Lincoln rep- replied, Let him up easy. That was going to be how Reconstruction worked for the next, I don't know how many years, uh, because Lincoln would have, he would have done his eight years and got out, and then another, the Union, well, the United States of America would have voted in another Republican to office. The only way a Democrat got into office was by the killing of Lincoln, and then we get Johnson. So, Lincoln's strategy was he was going to forgive the southern states. You know, oh, we we know you did this. It was bad. It was bad what you did. But now we gotta forgive, forget, and move on as a country. And I read a lot of articles saying that, oh, if Lincoln was president, he'd have just, you know, did the same thing, you know. All those bad things that happened to uh, blacks during Reconstruction would just would have happened to Lincoln's. Like, eh, no, no. If you listen to his, not you can't listen to his speeches because I don't think there's audio of them. But if you read his speeches, you read his, what he wrote in uh, memoirs and stuff, like that's not what what would have happened. He would have had such a better control over Reconstruction than Johnson did, and. Oh my god, Johnson did such a bad job. 
So Johnson was from Tennessee, which was a slave state. And during the war, he did side with the Union. Um, Lincoln made him a governor, a military governor of the state of Tennessee. And so he was for the North, but he was a Southern Democrat. This is where I get he was playing both sides. Johnson was playing the side of, you know, I'm a unionist, Democrat, who's from the South. And he, from all he's done in his political career, it in the federal government, has been protect his ass. So, Lincoln dies, he becomes president, he's from the South, he has sympathy towards Southerners, instead of Lincoln's, it's a different sympathy, it's not, oh, you did this, it was bad, it was like, yeah, I know what you mean, you had slaves, that sucks, you know, but, you know, I I get what you're saying. So what Johnson did, I wrote down, he had his heart in the South and his head in the North. And he did that because he wanted to be reelected, and to do so... And to do so, he would need the southern states to vote for him. So what he did during the Reconstruction period, during his years as president, he slowed everything down. The Republicans in the House and in the Senate passed laws over his head, over the vetoes. He kept vetoing, trying not to you know, seem like he's on one side or the other because he wanted the support of the southern Democrats, the southern racist Democrats. And... He didn't want to look like he was on the, the Southern Democrats' sides by not by showing bad legislation. So he just vetoed it and, you know, played both sides. And it didn't work out for the country. The Republicans still passed laws. But instead of having good things going on in the South with strong leadership by a president, like Lincoln would have had, we get these things. We get the black codes. And these were Southern Democrat states voted into law, the black code, black codes that made freed slaves essentially slaves again. The black code said that, oh, you know, you can still come work for me. I'm going to pay you shit and you can live on my property. So you're still essentially a slave. These are what the Southern states passed because Johnson wouldn't have done anything about it. So if you were a black person... You were a slave. You'd just been freed. You Nothing really changed for you. Because you were still like kind of bound to work on your ex-master's plantation. He paid, you, he paid you dirt. And you got to live on the plantation in the same house you were probably living in before the war. So, so much for progress, Democrats, as we golf clap. Great progress. And then we get Jim Crow. Jim Crow is disgusting. And it was the same thing. Southern Democrats, Southern Democrats voted in these laws enforcing racial segregation in Southern United States. And that that stayed... All the way until 1965. What happened in 1965? The Civil Rights Act. So terrible leadership by Johnson because he wanted to get reelected. You know who we re- elected after Johnson? Ulysses S. Grant, Republican. 
Johnson should have never been pregnant. I kept messing up the word pregnant. I don't know why I want to say pregnancy. Probably because I've been... I was going to do one on abortion, and I was reading a lot of articles on that, too. Pregnancy. Presidency. He wanted to win the presidency. We'll do abortion another time. So he, he, all he was doing was just trying to win the presidency, and that got him nowhere. He was a failed president, and he... He didn't directly do these bad things to America, but he kind of let it happen. He didn't stop them. Lincoln would have went to those southern states and said, no, 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 no. No, you don't get to do that. You can't make these people slaves again. You can't take away their right to vote. You can't segregate them. Like, what are you doing? We just fought a war over this. You lost. You lost the war. I'm giving it to you easy, southern states. But you got to give me leeway now. I'm head honcho. The North won the war. Instead, we get a a Southern Democrat man who gets in the office because the president was killed and all he cares about is re-election. Ruins the country. Once again, thank you, Democrats. Golf clap for racism. Bunch of racists ruined the country. I guess they got what they wanted. So then we fast forward... About 90, 90 years, and the status quo has been the same. The South, especially with Southern Democrats, the Southern Democrats keep voting in Southern Democrats to office, and racism continues in the South, even after Reconstruction. And this was until you get the first big piece of legislation, which was Brown versus Board of Education. In 1954, which ended the segregation of schools. Huge piece of legislation coming from the Supreme Court. And this is what really started the, the era of civil rights in the 60s, was this case. And Southern Democrats did not like this law. It wasn't, sorry, it wasn't a law. Was the Supreme Court, Brown versus Board of Education. It's not law. So what they did was they got together a bunch of Democrats and signed the Southern Manifesto. This is a couple days after Brown versus Board of Education has passed, right? So this Southern Manifesto was a decree that came out against the recent Supreme Court decision in Brown versus Board of Education. So it was like a political signing of uh, signatures to voice their grievances with um, anti-segregation or segregation. The abolishment of segregation. Yeah. They didn't like that segregation was going away. They wanted segregation to be there forever. Forever and ever and always. Because they're racist Southern Democrats. I cannot say that enough. I love saying that. Racist. I didn't even have to say it. Racist Democrats. Of course, these were Democrats from the South as well. Anyways, so the Southern Manifesto was signed by 99 Democrats and two Republicans. Let's say it again. Signed by 99 Democrats and two Republicans in Congress. Look at that ratio. Two Republicans signed it. Not denying Republicans aren't fault or 
They still have fault. There's still some racists, of course. Two of them signed it in Congress. 99 Democrats did. Huge. Huge disparity. Like, Of course, there were a bunch of other Democrats that didn't sign it. But 99 of them did. And there were, also, there were Democrats from northern states... And, you know, western states. And most of these are all southern Democrats. And this is where you see the liberals say they switched. They say, oh, those 99 Democrats went to the Republican side. Really? Two Democrats voted, or didn't vote. They, they signed the Southern Manifesto. Two Republicans. I think there's, what, 300? I don't know how many House or Congressional members there are. I think there's 350 or 450. 452, something like that. 352 or 452. One or the other. Not the brightest person here. Just a conservative. Just like the people. So that that number really caught my eye. And and then, of course, everybody's heard about um, Governor George Wallace of Alabama, who... Tried to stop segregation. Not se- It's weird to say stop segregation. He's, he's, he tried to stop the desegregation of the University of Alabama and Alabama schools. And that's when the National Guard was called in and everything. And then this article by Mona Sharon. It says that MSNBC was doing something with George Wallace, and they said that he was a Republican. George Wallace was a Democrat. Google his name. Governor George Wallace of Alabama. Democrat. 1954. Like, 60, 70 years ago this happened. This isn't that old. Where's the switch that the Democrats say happened? I don't see it. I'm a historian. I I read texts and books and... Primary sources. Where's the switch? Still hasn't happened. We're in 1954. Not that long ago. People that listen to his parents were probably born around then. Or grandparents. I have grandparents that lived during this time. You know, they they don't know what switch happened. They, don't, they, they have no idea what Democrats are talking about. So, about 10 years later, Civil Rights Act. We all know what this is. Huge Civil Rights Act. Um, But what you don't know is that on June 10th, 1964, Democrats in the Senate filibustered the Civil Rights Act. They didn't want it to, to go through. They didn't want the Civil Rights Act to go through because they knew it was going to happen. They were going to lose their hold on the black people. Racist. Democrat Party is the party of racism. We'll touch that in just a second. That filibuster lasted for 83 days in the Senate. Ridiculous, right? Huge act. Passed by a Democratic president, too. It wasn't Republicans trying not to get this passed. It was Democrats. Democrats didn't want this to get passed. So, here's some numbers on the Civil Rights Act. I got it from 
Mona Sharon's article as well. Great article. Mona Sharon in National Review. Uh, the title of the article is Washing, Whitewashing the Democratic Party's History. And it's really what I'm talking about right now. A lot of this information I got from her article and a lot also from Mark Levin. Um, so the percentage of House Democrats who supported the legis- legislation was 61%. 61%. Of Democrats supported the Civil Rights Act. It's a majority. Not bad, right? House Republicans. 80% of House Republicans supported the Civil Rights Act. 80%. 61% of Democrats. 80% of Republicans supported. In the Senate. 69% of Democrats voted yes. Compared to. 82% of Republicans voted for the Civil Rights Act. Where's the disparity? Where's the flip? Never happened. Take this information. Next time someone calls you a racist and say, I'm a Republican, I'm not a racist. My party's the party of freedom, justice, liberty. My party isn't the party of racism, segregation, Jim Crow. And that's where we get to the next thing. And Mona Sharon says in her article, The Democrat Party's history is pockmarked with racism and terror. The Democrats were the party of slavery, black black codes, Jim Crow, and the miserable terrorist exorcists, the Ku Klux Klan. So basically the Ku Klux Klan. The terrorists, the Ku Klux Klan, which are terrorists. And we'll talk about them in a minute as well. And Republicans were the party of Lincoln, Reconstruction, anti-lynching laws, the Civil Rights Acts of 1875, 1957, 1960, and 1964. And she goes on by saying, were all Republicans models of rectitude on racial matters? Hardly. Like I said earlier, Republicans aren't perfect. But we're definitely not Democrats when it comes to racism. Right? Were they a heck of a lot better than the Democrats? Without question. That ends our article. One person I didn't talk about during this whole thing, I thought I'd kind of talk about him in the end, was Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King... Nobody really knows this for sure, but he definitely was a Republican. Why? Oh my god, I, I just read these articles. Oh, uh, CNN. Mark Martin Luther Le, Martin Luther King Jr. was a Republican and other myths. It's like no, it's not a myth. Why would Martin Luther King Jr. be a Democrat? The Democrats hated black people. He was pretty old when he was... Well, he wasn't that old. He was probably like 40. 30, 30 to 40 when he was doing his whole civil rights movement. Like, he grew up under the thumb of the Democrat racist. He was not a Democrat. Why would he fight for all this stuff and be a Democrat? Democrats hated black people. They wanted segregation. They fought for it. In the, in the Senate, they fought for it. They fought 
to filibuster the bill. For 83 days, they kept the filibuster up. 83 days. They didn't want to let go of segregation. They loved it. That's what the Democrat Party is. Racist. Martin Luther King was definitely a Republican. No doubt in my mind. Why would you want to be a part of something that hates you? He wouldn't. He was, Martin Luther King was one of the smartest men ever in history. You know, it, oh my god, his speeches give me goosebumps. I wish I could play him right now. I don't know how to do that, play him with my audio, like a lot of shows you hear. Oh god, but his I Have a Dream speech gives me goosebumps because of how powerful that speech was when I hear it. I don't. Part of me is a, a historian, and I, I get goosebumps whenever I see... You know, influential moments in history. You know, the tearing down of the Berlin Wall. Almost every Reagan speech. Martin Luther King speeches. uh, Kennedy speeches were great. I get a lot of goosebumps during those things. And... I I don't know, like I said, that could be a historical thing. But, yeah. So, hopefully that gives... You enough knowledge and power to where when someone calls you a racist for being a Republican, you can be like, ah, no, 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 I'm not the racist. Democrats are the racist. Democrats are the ones that ruin this country. Still are today. You look at the big populations of black people in urban cities, Detroit, shit show. LA, shit show. Where else? I can't really think of a lot of other places right now. Chicago, shit show. New York, shit show. All these big cities. Guess who runs those cities? Democrats. The Democrat Party never stopped oppressing black people. Now they just lie about it. That's my that's my ending off sign. Even though I'm not done with the podcast, that should have been my ending off sign. And I forgot what I just said. The Democrat Party... I really forgot what I just said. That is bad. Hopefully you listen to that and you remember. Show you my attention span right there. Uh, Anyways, in other news, we got Super Tuesday tomorrow. That's going to be huge. Or today if you're listening because I'm doing this tonight. Uh, We went over Super Tuesday um, last podcast. I really hope it goes in Cruz's favor a lot of stuff's coming up about Trump. I said we were going to talk about the Ku Klux Klan later. Real iffy. Um, the guy's name's Dukes, David Duke or something. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know his name. I didn't even know the Klan was still a real thing. Um, yeah, but the Ku Klux Klan claim came out and supported uh, Trump, which was weird. And then Trump kind of denied it, but I mean, he knows who Duke is. It's a weird thing going on with Trump, so Trump definitely likes the endorsement of the Ku Klux Klan, but he doesn't like it at the same time. Typical Trump thinks he's looking he's waiting for the polls to come out, and then he'll be and then he'll either be like, Oh yeah, I love the Ku Klux Klan, which probably is gonna happen. The polls are gonna come out negative about that, and he's like, I've hated, I've always hated the Ku Klux Klan. I've always hated them. I've been the strongest on the Ku Klux Klan. I don't know who David Duke is, even though I said I said I did. Yeah, 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 I'm Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. 
So hopefully that comes to hurt him tomorrow. Rubio has been hammering Trump these over the weekend and today. And Cruz, Cruz isn't really a hammerer. And I was listening to David Shapiro today. Or Ben Shapiro, not David Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. And he was saying he doesn't like candidates because of their personality. He likes candidates because of their positions on issues. Their policy. And he said, you should too. And I'm like, yeah. That's why I like Ted Cruz, because he's a conservative. And he's and he said, once Ted Cruz leaves, I will find someone that's closest to my... I will find someone to back that's closest to my policy. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that too. So right now, I'm still Ted Cruz. I want Ted Cruz to win. I believe he can win. I believe he's got a chance. We'll see tomorrow. It's going to be big. And I wish I remembered my calling out sign, because that was great. But I don't. So anyways, tomorrow we'll talk about something different. I don't know. Maybe Wednesday. I did say abortion. We could talk about abortion. But uh, abortion's a little iffy. Because I have different views on abortion. Maybe I'll give you my views on abortion. See if you like that. Abortion's a tricky subject. And I don't think it should be a government issue at all. But we'll talk about that tomorrow, Wednesday. And thank you for watching. And hopefully you are part of the next conservatives.